0: Happy holidays. Brian Davis and Denny Sibley here from Spark Rental. We are super excited to be with you today. And we're going to talk today about giving because it is (laughs) that kind of season, right? So last week we talked about six tax moves to make before the end of 2021. And this week we are sticking with that, that theme of taxes, but we're talking about the tax implications of giving real estate to either your children or your favorite charities. So on that note, you know, As we go through this, chime in with your questions and comments. You know, this is an interactive live broadcast. This is not just a a polished pre-recorded podcast like most of them out there. Uh, It's a little more raw, a little less scripted. Uh, We do want to hear from you. And that's why we do it. It's more interactive. So on that note, Denny, let's jump in and let's talk about giving (laughs) real estate to your children. Well, let's. Yeah, let's let's start with the the basics of terminology here. What is your cost basis in real estate?
1: Your cost basis is the price on the person originally bought the property for. So um, then there's a step up cost basis and that is the value at the time of the person who purchased the property's death. If if they die, right, right, yeah. Well, I mean,
0: giving property to your children, there's there's two scenarios here. One, you could give them a property today, you know, while you're still alive, uh, which has different tax consequences from leaving your property in your will to your children uh, for after you die. And the step up in that cost basis that applies if you leave a property in your will to your children to receive after you die, right? So the the cost basis resets from what you paid for the property to the value of the property at the time of your death. And that's something that uh, some people in Congress are looking to get rid of, that step up in cost basis. You know, the the reset of the cost basis at the time of death um, because they want to tax more of those inheritances. Right. (laughs) Um, Pretty much. So, but that does not happen if you give someone a property while you are still alive. Um, the, the cost basis is still whatever you paid for the property. So, if you bought the property back in 1990 for $100,000, and today it's worth a million dollars, the cost basis is $100,000, and you have $900,000 in gains on that, uh, or at least you have $900,000 in equity, gained equity. Um, that, but that doesn't become a realized gain until you sell the property, at which time you would pay taxes on that, that gain in value.
1: Right. And those are estate taxes. There's gift taxes too. Um, so that's a whole other issue. So you have to be really careful and be very fastidious in, in making sure how you plot this out, you know, so that you can save your children um, money and yourself um, with all of this because... It, it can even be different in your community property states and everything else. So make sure that you know what you're doing and don't assume.
0: And make sure you speak with an accountant or a tax lawyer about this <laughs> because it, yes. like Danny just said, it does get complicated quickly. Um, but whether you are alive or dead when you give the property uh, has a big impact on the tax consequences. If you're right. alive, uh, their gift taxes apply. If you are dead, then estate taxes apply. Right. Uh, and there's a there's a big exemption for estate taxes. I think it's five point seven million dollars or something and like something like that. The first um, five point uh, yeah I, I, we should know that <laughs> we probably should. But
1: you know what? They change this stuff like um, every year. We're going to be talking about how to you know give for to charities, and um, I think last year and I think this year too, a hundred percent of your. Um, uh, AGI is it adjusted gross income can be used for, you can pretty much give all your money away.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's, before we move on to charitable giving, let's, let's talk about one or two more details about giving property to your children and the tax consequences of it, um, and other rules. So Denny, before this show, you and I were actually talking about, uh, a little bit more of an obscure rule that's that's important to know here for older adults. And that's the Medicare rule. Mm -hmm. Uh, So tell us a little bit about how that works. Uh, If you are an older adult, you're thinking about giving away all your worldly possessions, including your real estate to your grown children, and then uh, applying for Medicare subsidies. Uh, How does that work?
1: Well, Medicare will look back five years. So if you, a a lot of people have really quick thought, oh my goodness, I'm probably going to need long-term care. I'm going to sell my stuff right now and then apply. Well, it doesn't work that way. You have to kind of plan it out. So you have to uh, either gift, give, or sell your properties um, at least five years in advance because they will look back.
0: Right. So otherwise, Medicare will consider those assets, even though you've sold them or given them away, they will still consider them as um, part of your your assets and net worth when they're reviewing your application for financial aid and assistance with right. long-term care coverage exactly. uh, or long-term care support. Uh,
1: and so, let's face it, um, uh, a stay in a nursing facility, that expensive. can eat up... yes. That can eat up in us, you know, everything, basically.
0: Yeah. So um, just to to tie this all back together. So if you inherit a property from your parents who have died, you know, as part of their estate, um, the cost basis resets to the uh, value at the time of their death. And if you were to sell that property immediately, then you don't owe any capital gains taxes on it or any income taxes on it, uh, assuming that. The estate was below that uh, exempt limit, uh, which is pretty significant. It's over $5 million uh, as of right now. Anyway, (laughs) uh, constantly changing. Um, Now, if you hold on to that property for the next few years, for example, and more equity builds in that property, then when you go to sell, you will have to pay capital gains taxes on any new equity that has accrued in that property since your parents died. Right. Right. Uh, so keep that in mind.
1: Now, Jerry Warner has said, we haven't mentioned trusts instead of gifting. Why not? Um, <laughs> because they're very complicated, but that is another, um, avenue to explore. Um, and a lot, you know, it makes sense to do, do it that way. But with that, you want to get an attorney, somebody, um, I know we have talked here, with Saj Grubs, he he handles things like that. Um and if anybody wants his uh contact information, just reach out to us. We'll make sure you get it. But um trusts are complicated. They can be a little expensive to create. And there um, are many different
0: types of trusts Right. further complicate matters. <laughs>
1: exactly. But it is not a bad way um to handle especially giving it to your kids.
0: Yeah they're useful in estate planning. Um, both in minimizing your uh, your the probate process for your your children um, but also for designating assets to continue generating wealth for many decades to come for your children, grandchildren great grandchildren uh, so yeah, trusts can be very useful and they they can uh, have some tax advantages if you structure them properly uh, and again that 's where an attorney comes in uh, don 't try to do it yourself with with trusts. Uh, That is definitely an area where DIYing is is not going to work out so well for you. Go get an attorney to help you with that.
1: And, you know, if you have enough um, assets, you want to be careful about doing any of this yourself um, because it can get quite complicated.
0: Yeah. And if you're not careful, uh, you can run afoul of the tax man (laughs) and end up owing more than you necessarily have to.
1: Right. Or your children could. Um, And
0: Jerry asked, does the new uh, basis price apply to investment properties or is it limited to personal residences? Uh, So my understanding, Denny, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that uh, that applies to all properties, not just primary residences. Um, uh, And again, you know, this all falls under the umbrella of um, the estate tax exemption. So, you know, the, the first X number of millions of dollars worth of your estate is estate tax free for your heirs. Um, and uh, Denny just put a link there in the comments uh, to an article that we have that is all about how to minimize your capital gains taxes on real estate, um, you know, both primary residences and also investment properties. Denny, is there anything you wanted to add on to what I just said there?
1: I just can't drive it home as you can see at my um, twisted tongue <laughs> <laughs> that you must get professionals for, for, um, you know, you want to invest, that's the idea. And you want to invest to make money and you maybe want to invest to provide, you know, something for your children, but you also want to be smart about planning. And, um, for that reason, you want to make sure and get all of your top financial planners and estate planners on board.
0: All right. Let's switch gears. Let's talk about giving to charity here, as opposed to giving to your children. Um, so, Denny, tell us about charitable contributions uh, of you know not just cash, but of real estate uh, to uh, nonprofit organizations.
1: Um, well, you can you can gift um, real estate to charities, and, and I know that there have been. I've seen it done before. You know where even churches will get a building. Somebody will give them a building, and they'll use it for a church. Um, now it's different. Now if you can deduct up to a hundred percent right now. It used to be fifty percent, but a hundred percent of your adjusted gross income, I believe. But there are Is that some
0: temporary. Is that a temporary I, rule during the pandemic, or is that a permanent change in the tax law?
1: Um, I've been trying to find if this is going to continue on. Right now, it was in 2020. They haven't. I haven't been able to read anything about what's going to happen for 2021.
0: Oh, you, um, you think that they would have announced that by now?
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> I, and they may have, and I just couldn't see it out there. So it tells me that it's probably going to continue. To um, be right, but. Keep your but eye. that was a
0: special exception for 2020?
1: Yes. But no, I know again, that another eye, special.
0: Well, so I didn't mean to cut you off there. Sorry, Danny.
1: Oh, no. Uh, I just, you, we all just have to be very, very going on right now because they change things so quickly and it's, so you got to be watchful. But um, I haven't seen where it's going to change from that 100% yet.
0: Yeah. And there have been a couple of those uh, exceptions to the rules made during the pandemic. Um, So, for example, uh, you are allowed to claim a certain amount of money as a charitable contribution during the pandemic, even if you take the standard deduction rather than itemizing your deductions. Uh, I believe it's three hundred dollars and they, that was initially just for 2020, and then I, I believe they extended it to 2021, where you can take up to $300 in, you can deduct up to $300 in charitable contributions this year, even if you take the standard deduction, Don't right. have, which is not how it has been historically. Um, historically, you can only deduct charitable contributions if you itemize your deductions rather than taking the standard deduction, um, which, of course, most people do nowadays because it has been, it was raised so much higher by the uh, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017. Right.
1: Uh, and most real estate investors, I would think itemize. but again, not all, but a lot.
0: Well, and keep in mind that with investment properties, you don't have to itemize your deductions in order to take deductions for your rental properties, your investment properties, um, because those fall on a different schedule. That's uh, Those expenses are on your, your business income, your rental income from your properties. Um, so you do, you can take the standard deduction and still deduct your expenses for your rental properties. So just bear that in mind. And we'll, we'll talk more about rental property deductions in February when everyone's scrambling to do their (laughs) their taxes. Um, but what about properties with mortgages that you, that you give to nonprofit organizations, Denny?
1: Well, um, if charity is willing to accept that, um, then you have to realize that you know, you don't get full value. I mean, obviously, whatever mortgage is on there is not being donated. So, I mean, you have to take that into consideration. Right, and the
0: equity in the property that you're effectively donating, right? Right,
1: right. Um, so, and not all charities are going to accept that. They have to be pretty savvy and have a, a pretty good, um, you know, financial background in order to even do something like that
0: yeah yeah only your larger um, charities can typically accept real estate as a donation
1: um. oh we got another oh i didn't mean to do that <laughs> <laughs> a person can pre-give jerry again thank you jerry by the way for your questions and your comments a person can pre-give 2022 this year and itemize for 2021 and then take the standard in 2022 and save even more tax wow it's a great tip yeah it is so again these are the reasons why talk to jerry Just kidding. No, these are the reasons why research has to be continually done, because things are so different and changing constantly. Um, But anyway, there are um, different circumstances where you would um, give a check, you know, that is advantageous for you to um, give a property or you have to have in order to give a property for charity. One is that it has to be held for more than one year um, and it ha- should be debt free. I know we talked about it having a mortgage before, but generally, if you're going to donate a property, it should be debt free. And then...
0: So, Denny, are you saying, you're saying you cannot donate properties to charity if you have owned them for less than one year?
1: Yes, Yes, the property has to be held for more than one year. Um, And you are willing to transfer the property irrevocably to either a donor advised fund or uh, whatever public charity you're choosing, um, which you negotiate the sale price and everything else. So um, all in all, again whether you're giving it to your kids, whether you're giving it to a charity, you really, really, really have to talk to a financial expert. Um, I, I mentioned Saj Grubs, but you also want to maybe talk to a, an accountant, um, who knows your circumstances. You just don't want to take these things lightly. You want to plan them out. You certainly don't want to be all of a sudden and, you know, God forbid something happen And, um, you you have properties that are sitting there and your kids have to deal with it Um, and you'd be surprised how often that happens people don't plan uh, and then the kids are not only left with probate and everything else but also taxes and capital gains and gift taxes and whatnot
0: so just to recap uh, if you take the standard deduction this year you can right off. You can deduct up to $300 of charitable donations. Um, If you give a piece of property, if you donate a piece of property to a nonprofit, you're probably going to want to itemize your deductions so that you can uh, deduct the the equity that you had in that property uh, from your tax return. Now, Denny, are there any limits on the amount that you can deduct for charitable donations?
1: I haven't seen any limits, um, just that you have, unless you're donating a mortgaged property, but Overall, um, you just want to make sure that you have a decent – that you own it outright.
0: Now, that being said, even though there aren't any uh, specified limits – On that deduction if you do claim a very large charitable donation deduction that is an audit trigger with the IRS so you may you may get a little tap 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 at the door (laughs) from the IRS if you claim a very large charitable donation as a deduction in your tax return so just bear that in mind Uh, and once again it helps if your accountant prepares your tax return for you in these scenarios so that they can talk to the IRS about that Uh, if they come a knocking with questions rather than you having to explain your tax return.
1: I think the mentality sometime I'm going to throw this out there. It's Robert Kiyosaki that says you should build a team, you know, and, and the, how important it is to do that because, and, and this is precisely why, because it's complicated these things and you, you don't want to do, we have a do it yourself society, watch YouTube, do it yourself. Um, but there are some things where you have to build a team.
0: Yeah, when it comes to uh, taxes and and the law, you you do need ex- expert help. Yes, uh, absolutely. All right, Denny, any uh, final comments that you want to to make here to tie this all together before we call this episode complete?
1: Well, we can't call this episode complete because we are announcing a winner today. That's right. <laughs> um. I don't know if, if everybody that's tuning in right now knows that we have been um, offering a one-year, right? One-year PropStream subscription. Four-year
0: paid membership with PropStream, $1,200 value.
1: Um, which is pretty good. And it's really good resource for um, real estate oh, investors.
0: Fantastic software.
1: Um, so... We asked everybody to fill out a survey. We got a pretty good response. Um, And Tara spun the wheel. You all get to see that um, on Facebook later. She'll um, post a
0: video of uh, of her spinning the virtual (laughs) wheel to choose a winner. Yes,
1: exactly. But we will announce the winner. And the winner is Laurie Dawson so congratulations congratulations, (laughs) (laughs) and um contact tara and she has your email and everything but we will uh set that up for you and you'll be um notified when it all goes through and you can start using your prop stream
0: all right guys on that note happy tuesday happy holidays merry christmas And we will see you guys next week for the last broadcast of 2021.
1: Yes. So everybody be safe and Merry Christmas.
0: Have a good one, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Did you know we offer a free eight-video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information.